Hey everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. It's another episode we do a perfect concert playlist. We are in the second half of our Prague Rock, the Kings of Prague episode. I'm Michael and Ron's on the other side. What's up, guys? <laughs> Alright, so this episode is that interesting. Was that was terrible. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys! <laughs> uh, what is it that Krusty the Clown always says? Hey, kids! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this episode, uh, so I sent him a letter or sent him a message telling him it's about Genesis and all of the solo stuff, you know, all the spinoffs or whatever. But I had said Genesis, I think comma the band, the solo projects and the spinoffs. And he thought I meant the band, the band named the band. So his list was a little weird, but I couldn't understand for a minute what he was talking about. So there was very, it was very confusing. <laughs> so the exact text was the next episode is Genesis oriented. So comma the band comma Phil Collins comma Peter Gabriel comma and Mike and the Mechanics. So sadly, folks, I do not have a Genesis list. I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> so this is all on Mike. I can give you a band, the band list, but um, I dropped the ball on this one. Wait, are you kidding? <laughs> are you, I can't tell if you're kidding. I am kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. It's so... I dropped the ball. I dropped the mic on this one. How all right. <laughs> all right. So with this... It's interesting because I'm not sure which direction to go. Who do you want? And I guess start off with the least successful. I mean, I don't want to say least successful because they're amazing. I have so many songs from them. Um, I guess Mike and the Mechanics is get where we should start, right? I actually had a couple more songs on them than I did Peter Gabriel, but that okay, is that wins because that's that's the same thing for me. I have I have I have way less songs by Peter Gabriel than I expected going into this. Yeah, I expected he had a lot more hits than he. He probably does have a lot more hits. It's just not my jive. Yeah, you know, he's. It's, so it's funny is if you listen to Genesis when he was the lead singer, it's a lot harder to get into. I mean, we're talking deep level prog. They don't even have singles yeah. for the most part. They're just like atmosphere mood setters. You know, really long, complicated music, and then his stuff is really. Like, he'll have a single or two there to sell the album, but the rest of it's really cryptic and odd. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know what? That's, yep. what we'll, that's what we'll start with off with. So, I'm going to start with Peter Gabriel. I don't I don't grab all of his songs. Like I said, I wanted to stop at 30. Um, So, with it, I start off, and these are all basically obvious singles. Um, Sledgehammer is the opener. Uh, I think, to this day, it's still the most played music video in MTV history. Maybe November Rain. I'm not sure. Um, it's certainly a, a more entertaining video than <laughs> November Rain. <laughs> Self-indulgent much? <laughs> um, my favorite song by him is Steam, which is off the 1992 album, I believe, called Us. Um, it was one of the first to really incorporate CGI. He, that, that's the thing I loved about his videos, is they always incorporated interesting visuals. A lot of it was stop motion or animation of some yeah. kind, you know? Um uh, the third song. What's that? He was very good in the theatric part of it. Yeah. Um, the third song is Digging Up the Dirt. Uh, number four is Salisbury Hill. And then number five is actually a really good song. I think people forgot was a single off of his big 87 album. So is called Shock the Monkey. 
Shock the monkey! Shock the monkey! <laughs> that's it. That's my, that's my list. Go ahead with your Peter Gabriel. What was your number two again? My number two was Steam. Steam. So that one barely missed my list. Actually, I probably meant to put it on there. I was going to come back to it because at that point I was thinking there's got to be a lot more on here that I really would rather have on here and then I just never went back to it unfortunately uh, but again let's see um, I already told you that this this was a tough one because it really doesn't jive with me too much but Sledgehammer was definitely on that list Salisbury Hill um, I instantly want to hold my imaginary boom box with unbelievably great sound mind you above my head when I hear this song oh yeah <laughs> From the you know the film from say anything correct um, yeah that probably see when I heard that song I, I realized that was him I'm like oh yeah he's definitely gonna have more hits on here and I couldn't find him yeah um, <laughs> big time don't give up uh, shock the monkey were all on my list yeah uh, you basically had all the singles I think except for like the Barry Williams show which was his last single um and that one just doesn't work for me um. I thought, yeah, a couple of those I thought about adding, but I wanted to keep this to 30, so I had to, like, just make choices, and I was blown away by how much I enjoyed Mike and the Mechanics. Who is next? <laughs> um, I really thought I was going to get barely to five, and I just kept going deeper and deeper into their catalog. I'm like, oh, these are really, like, layered, complicated, but pop-friendly songs. He got right what Peter Gabriel just either didn't want to get or just couldn't get. Like that, that pop sound and that powerful, powerful. This is closest thing I think to a secular Christian band without saying they're a Christian band as Mike and Kings. They're so spiritual. Right. But uh, my list starts off with uh, all you need is all I need is a miracle, which I think was their biggest hit. I, I think that one's the one that hit uh, number one. It was that or Living Years. Um, so number two is Nobody's Perfect. Number three. Beggar on a Beach of Gold. God, my handwriting's terrible. <laughs> um, Silent Running uh, is number four. That was the other single that people forget about they had. And then Living Years, of course, is the, the big one about... And that one's so powerful. That's what, you know, like just making sure you get what you need to say in before you don't have any chances. Um, nope. Uh, everybody gets a second chance. Uh, Let Me Fly. And the best is yet to come is a great closer. Your turn. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for what, what the, what, what, what's the song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I left you hanging. Anticipation. And the best is yet to come. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Phil Collins in Genesis. That's the best. <laughs> All right, your turn. Okay. shorter list I uh, don't know why I probably need to give it another listen but um, because I, I guess there were a lot of songs in here I honestly didn't realize were Mike and the Mechanics um, okay. back in the day when I just I'd hear songs on the radio oh, I like that I'll listen to it again but only on the radio I never really went out and bought it so I didn't know who actually sang this yeah you remember um, you and I you would have to wait I realized you would have to that? wait for a DJ to say something and we're like ah just tell me who the band is <laughs> And then they, that would be the one time that they segue into something else. I'm like, no! Yeah. 
I hated when they would tell you, oh, coming up next is so-and-so, and then it'd be like two or three songs, and then they wouldn't say who the songs in the middle were, and they'd go, and that was Go-Go's, whatever. Wait, 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 who was before Go-Go's? <laughs> you suck. Yeah. Uh, no, man, it's, it's, I'm going to tell you what. Kids nowadays have it easy because they can just jump on the website, and it usually tells you the last five songs that were played. You do that, or they're just streaming it, and it tells you right there on their phone. Oh, that's, yep, yep. Yeah, who listens to radio anymore? Yeah. I do, actually, but <laughs> I don't want to put them out of business. All right, uh, let's see. Living Years, obviously, is on my list. That's another heavy hitter, like you said. And I didn't realize it was that old, honestly. In my head, I was thinking this was high school. Uh-huh. But the more and more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, we, this was one of the songs we listened to at the school dances in middle school. I'm like, holy crap. Um... Beautiful Day Off of Living Years, uh, All I Need is a Miracle, Silent Running, again, another song I didn't realize they did, uh, Word of Mouth, The Road, uh, Let Me Fly, Out of the Blue, and What Would You Do? Uh, out, of the, out of the Blue and What Would You Do? These are 2019 albums, so they're obviously still doing, still kicking it. Yeah. Although, the album difference, I don't know, it's... How big of a gap there was? Well, they're unusual. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they're an unusual band because of you know he ha he would have to stop to do the Genesis stuff, and I think Genesis is now officially done. They had an album I think like a year or two ago that was basically their goodbye, the last of the Dominoes or something like uh -huh. that. Um, right. Yeah, I was just I was shocked, and I think I think the reason Mike and the Mechanics really didn't break through like. Like, they broke through the mainstream, obviously, because they had big hits, but, like, in our minds is that they didn't have a set sound. And I think for a few albums, you have to have a very particular locked-in sound, and they didn't want to do that. It seems clear, because they have different singers, they have different structures, you know, the way they, they they're, even their instruments are completely, you know, set up differently. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that might have been the thing that hindered them, is because people didn't go automatically listen to and go, oh, that's a so-and-so style song. Yeah. All right. Who is next? Let's see. The be next is not the band. Yes, it's not the band. Um, I guess I'll I guess I'll go with Phil Collins since Genesis is the main core that we're all going around. I'll close with them. Um, so uh, Phil Collins, a lot sappier than I like, but he has some good solo stuff and uh, and stuff that he did with some friends. Um, a lot of it's going to be from Tarzan. I'm going to tell you right now, I love that movie. <laughs> um, so, Easy Lover. Easy Lover is the first music video I had ever seen. And it wasn't on MTV because my grandmother was not paying for cable. No way. Um, it was some Saturday afternoon show and they were doing promotion for Ghostbusters. And during the segments, they would play music videos. And the very first one was Easy Lover, which is Phil Collins and uh, Phil Bailey. Is that it? I don't know who that guy is. Easy. I do not know. I'm going to look him up. I, I, I've always wondered who the other guy was. I feel like he was in... Um, no, it, oh yeah, Phil Collins and Phil Bailey. It is Phil Bailey. Okay, I wonder if he was like in The Temptations or something like that. Phil Bailey, who is this? Um, oh, he's an Earth, Wind, and Fire. What's that? The name's familiar. I know he's. It's a big name. Yeah, he was the lead one of the lead singers of Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's why I know who he is. There we go. Um. All right. So let's get back on the 
page. Uh, Susu Studio, which was recorded where? The Stu Studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But I, I pull that joke on everybody. It's the worst dad joke I have. It is like my, it's like, uh, oh, easy dad card, you know. <laughs> um, uh, Billy, don't lose my number. That is a great poppy. So I think that the, the reason why Phil Collins had to do, had to get it out of his system, what he couldn't do in Genesis, they weren't really horn oriented, and they weren't really like you know like uh 60s pop and he wanted to do stuff like that so he, he had to go out on his own and um uh, you'll be in my heart is next and that song makes me almost tear up every single time look i'm a sap <laughs> uh against all odds which my goodness that is powerful when he really hits that chorus at the end just oh you, you feel like his lungs are gonna pop out <laughs> um Something Happened on the Way to Heaven, I think is a fantastic song. And to close it out, Take Me Home. I guess I didn't have that many songs from Tarzan, but I love that movie. I agree with that. I know, this is, is that it? That's I'm it. Pull, I'm going to pull you <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you did say I'm going to close it out. Yeah. Okay, so this one was a tough one for me because this portfolio is so chock full of great music. It is insane. But I'm a big fan of that 80s sound, and when it, when you think about that 80s sound and that what makes that 80s sound, you think of Phil Collins, or maybe you think of Genesis. I can't remember who actually did it, but it was Phil Collins is in this era. They accidentally come with that, you know, that sound. Yeah, yeah. Did you get with the drums? With real drums, people, thing. because something happened around 86 to 89, where every, or 86 to like 90, where all of a sudden synthesizer drums came through, and it's like, ooh, I don't want this at all. I hate that sound. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they did. This was real drum sounds, and they were putting it through uh, some sort of, I forget, it ended up getting gated or something. I don't know what it was. And he's like, ooh, I like that sound. And it just became the sound of that era at the time. Yeah. Anyway, everyone started copying it. And I still love it. It got overused, I know, but I still love it. Well, no, I'm talking um, the very low-cost production. I'm not talking like the way like Devo and, and guys like that would use, or I think In Excess use digital, alter, you know, like enhancement, I guess, to the music. I'm talking like... Oh, you have a Casio and it's a teeny bopper like Tiffany, whatever. And it's like, dee -dee 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 -dee. that flat, yep. tinny garbage synthesizer sound. I hate that. I get you. I get yeah. you. All right, so I'm gonna. I got, so this is a little bit longer than most of my list, but um, I can't help it. Uh, in the air tonight. Uh, I missed again. I don't care anymore. I love that one. Bum, bum. Uh, bum, bum. It's true. What? That's when the drums kick in. Bum, 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 bum. I don't care anymore. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I love his cover of, or actually, is it, is it a cover? You, you can't hurry love. Yeah, that's it's a good cover. cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I love his version of it. Uh, your sister studio from the sister studio. <laughs> um, One More Night is my slow, slow jam there. I love it. He's got a lot of slow jams, and I actually... Yeah, I'm kind of a sap when it comes to slow jams, and he's pretty good at them. Um, don't lose my number. I tell you what, Mike, I I can hear Dave right now in that song. 
Why? When, says, oh, when he says, you know, Billy, he, he'll just come out, he'll pop out in the, his weird, quirky humor way, and he go, oh, Billy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> From Game of Life, yeah. I can just hear him now. Um, take me home. Uh, at this point, I think the set list has become the No Jacket Required Tour of 85, yeah. because, you know, a lot of songs off of that album. Um, something happened on the way to heaven, dude. Those horns. You're talking about the horns. I. This is what makes his sound. I think stick out in my head because it's just fun. It's in your face, it's fun. Yeah. Um. And and since we have the horns, how about a horn break, right? So we got to do Saturday night and Sunday morning. And then uh, I've got another bonus. I've got twelve songs here. <laughs> uh, is again no odds. Um. I didn't realize that was just a single. I thought it was off of an album. Apparently it was made specifically for the, that movie. Oh, okay. I always thought that was off an album, too, but I heard it so many times, it's hard to tell. Well, we used to have this thing called Platinum and Gold Collection, which was singles. Uh, I think it was from Arista Records would put it out, and that was on one of them or whatever. And I guess in my head, I just... Because we used to listen to that No Jacket Required in the car all the time, and it's just hard to separate where, where I heard it from. And that is the end of that list for myself. There's a, there is an era of his music that I didn't like, and it's when he was doing that movie Buster. Look, no one remembers this. No one remembers the actual movie. They just remember the album because it was all cover... I think it was almost all cover songs from the 60s. And I had to listen what? to that groovy kind of love over <laughs> and over. They played it every hour, and I was like, No more! <laughs> Um, Dude, my first middle school dance was to that song. Oh boy, that I hate that song. <laughs> um, one more night, I think, is from that album too. But I think that's an original. But that's uh, what's the one you said um, was a cover? Sixty song that he did. That's from that album too. Uh, uh, you just said you it. Can't reload. Yeah, you can't reload. That was a good. That was a good one from that album. But um. All right, so we're closing with Genesis, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's all led by Phil Collins. I just don't care for the uh, Peter Gabriel years. Sorry, everybody. Well, um, I agree with that. When I, when I think of Genesis, I can't tell the two apart. When yeah. I'm listening to Genesis, I'm listening to Phil Collins' Genesis, and yeah. I can't really tell the two apart. I just, I don't, the early stuff from Peter Gabriel is just, it's just not catchy to me. I don't really care for it. The, the, the yeah. instrument works great, but the flow, the lyrics, the singing, just, it doesn't. So this is all, you know, 80s and early 90s Genesis. So, um... And I, if you're a Peter Gabriel fan, we apologize. It's just not our jive. If you like it, yeah. I understand. I mean, I went in with the best intentions. I really thought that that was, was going to be a thing. Um, so I first start off with Invisible Touch. I mean, come on. It's, it's a big opener, man. That really gets people going. Um, Abacab, which I believe was their first hit single... Um, no reply at all, which nobody remembers that song, but I definitely remember that one. Um, Jesus, he knows me, which sounds weird that I'm saying that, but if you've actually heard the song, it talks about the hypocrisy of those mega churches that just take money. <laughs> um, yeah. it's a really funny video. Uh, no son of mine, holy moly, is that a powerful song? I mean, it's just heartbreaking, but so powerful. Um, I'll follow you, follow me is next. Misunderstanding, which I think might be my favorite from them. I'm not sure. Um, Land of Confusion, uh, which had the puppets. Do you remember the video with the puppets? 
And closing out with that. It's honestly one of my favorite videos. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, but my last uh, song, I mean, it's kind of an obvious closer, but that's all. It just seems like that's a way to end the concert. No, sorry. All right, you're talking about um, you're talking about the Sappy song. Um, that's a really great list. There's one song from Phil Collins that I left off, but I thought what was was a little too sappy and slow, but it, it honestly brought a tear to my eye. It's called Father to Son. Yeah, that is. I think it's from Tarzan. I thought about adding that one too. And I'm like, no, that's gonna bring everybody down. I'm like, it just did me. But, <laughs> so, you know? You'll be in my heart was enough for me without like, oh, I'm gonna, you know? I'm just getting to lay down now. <laughs> oh man, and I apologize, guys, for not having my side of that. Uh, things happen. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's good. But I mean, those are pretty much the songs I think you would choose too. I mean. Yeah, pretty much. I was, I'm, I'm 100% agreement with that list. Yeah, the one I can't do um, from Genesis, it, it just like Groovy kind of love, but I can't stand because it played nonstop. Was that uh, I can't dance? Where he just walking around the desert with his just like no, this is not a good song. It's, <laughs> it's funny, I guess, in concept, not so great in in you know execution. But I will say this. I absolutely adore the piano playing on that's all. Oh, I just love it so much. Man, that's man. All. I, we gotta do an Elmer Fudd cover of that. Uh, that's right. all. Porky, Wait, no, no, Porky, porky Pig. Pig. I mean, sorry, yeah. Porky Pig. <laughs> <laughs> we we both realize at the same moment. Like, we, no, that's not right. <laughs> All right, we have to hand our Looney Tunes member club card. Sorry. Oh, dude. <laughs> but we're still in the Woody Woodpecker Club because they'll take anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I have to lay down. You sound like Goofy. You sound like Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Right, now we're, we're just goofing we're just around now. Okay, so that's it. That's all, everybody. Good night. And Ron, send us out. Uh, that's all, folks. That's not how you were going to. I thought you were going to end it with Rock On, everybody. Oh, Rock On, everybody. Wait, that's. <laughs> we got to stop now. Bye.